This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. The New York Times generated a bit of controversy this week by writing an article about a Yale economics professor by the name of Yusaki Narita. The economics professor has now become infamous in his home country of Japan by suggesting that the best way that country can avoid its looming demographic crisis is to have its older generation commit ritual suicide. And you can understand why this would be incredibly controversial. He's suggesting that a couple generations of people in Japan should undergo seppuku, the grisly disembowelment ritual of the samurai. But the New York Times is more than happy to embrace this language because it lets them address an issue that they really want to address, which again is Japan's demographic crisis. Young people are just not getting married and are not having children. Japan has a very, very low birth rate, and this is having a devastating impact on their civilization. And Japan is far from alone. Most modern affluent countries are watching their birth rates crater as time goes on. But the effect does seem more pronounced in Japan, and of course Japan is also famous for not embracing one of the solutions that so many Western countries have embraced. They refuse to increase immigration. And this is why Japan is so often the target of these progressive articles. They desperately want to force this solution onto Japan as the only way to keep its population up. So many of these modern welfare states were built on the idea of continuous growth, on the idea that you would always have a larger, younger generation that would pay for the benefits of the old. But these cratering birth rates are causing a serious problem with that math equation. And because Japan would rather protect its culture and its way of life, it has embraced the Western solution of simply importing more people in the hopes that this will buoy those welfare systems. Which means the only way that they can make the math work is to suggest the elimination of the elderly, removing a group that they see as a total liability on this state. But sadly, Japan is far from the only nation embracing euthanasia as a solution to its problems. Canada is now becoming famous for its very aggressive policy of eliminating undesirables inside its own nation. The country has killed thousands of its own citizens and has pushed aggressively at every opportunity to expand the program. Canada is now pushing euthanasia onto the mentally ill and onto the poor who are too embarrassed because they can't do things like pay rent or afford food. The notoriously polite country is now pushing this onto people like military veterans, in one case suggesting that a veteran who the state could no longer afford to care for should end their own life. You can even find passages on Canadian healthcare sites where the country laments that it cannot properly explain to indigenous people why their elders should embrace euthanasia. Apparently, there's a real problem that in some of these indigenous cultures, the language doesn't have the proper words to explain that the state must murder the elderly in order to stay fiscally solvent. Canada is a country that reads land acknowledgments at the opening of every public event to show that they honor the indigenous people from whom they took the land they're standing on. 
but also does a lot of complaining that it can't properly articulate to these indigenous people why they have to wipe out generations of their elders. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Obviously, Japan and Canada are two very different cultures, but for some reason, the modern solutions are always the same. Either open your doors to unrestricted mass migration or start wiping out your elderly and others that are deemed a burden to the state. And let's be honest, it's always going to be both of these at the end of the day. Democrats and the media laughed long and hard at Sarah Palin and her suggestion that government health care would end in death panels. But surprise, surprise, just a little over a decade later, this seems to be the only solution that any of these progressives can come up with. In a similar vein of modern dehumanization, just a few weeks ago, a Norwegian professor caused some outrage for suggesting that brain-dead women should be used as surrogates for couples who can't biologically have children in a journal of theoretical, medical, and bioethics. By the way, almost anyone who describes themselves as an ethicist is a complete sociopath and you should avoid them at all costs. They should be discarded, probably locked away in some kind of prison. Obviously, the suggestion is horrific and deeply dehumanizing. It conjures horrific sci-fi imagery like The Matrix, where humans are artificially grown and harvested by uncaring robots. Or something like the later novels in the Dune series, where grotesque aliens use drugged-up females of their species to artificially grow other living beings. Now, plenty of people are going to have a valid objection, and they're going to say, well, these are just two academics, and this isn't the whole story. Just nutpicking these two people doesn't really paint a picture of what's going on. But I'll remind you that these people are in prestigious positions. One is a Yale professor, the other is being published in a medical journal. And with the horrific stuff that is actually being put into practice in countries like Canada right now, it's hard to pretend that these are just wild theories that we're never going going to see manifest themselves in the real world. It's happening as we speak. The other objection people might raise is, well, this is far from the first time that life has ever been cheap. Many ancient empires and even relatively modern states did horrific stuff and treated humans as if they really didn't matter. They were more than happy to sacrifice large groups of people for their own ends, and that's a fair point. I think the reason that these more recent examples are so shocking is that they exist in the context of a modern promise of infinite progress, and they threaten to kind of burst that bubble. They stand as the final acknowledgement that these massive modern state leviathans can't continue to innovate their way out of our current problems. Modern civilizations abandoned the divine and the mysterious with the promise that reason, quantification, and efficiency would bring an earthly utopia. But now the ugly truth is coming into full view. The loss of an animating metaphysical spirit has robbed modern people of that which drove their ancestors to greatness. The loss of meaning and identity that accompanies the massification and homogenization demanded by modern bureaucratic leviathans causes societies to decay, not advance. The miracle of efficiency that massive modern organizations promised paid an impressive dividend for a time. 
But few people understood the true cost of this process, or that it would have a brutal and abrupt end. Now that these modern monoliths of state and capital have reached the limit of their carrying capacity, dehumanization becomes the only way to keep their ship afloat. Something like motherhood loses any aspect of the sacred, and women simply become walking wombs for commodified birthing. A useful widget that will allow regime-favored groups a chance to produce the simulacrum of a family. A group like the elderly lose their status as a wise council honored for their prior sacrifices for the civilization and heeded due to their collective experience. Instead, they become a burden to be jettisoned so the state can balance its ledger for one more cycle, stave off the inevitable decay for just a little longer. Destroy a little bit of what it means to be human with every turn of the wheel, all in the name of some abstract humanity. And this is why these faceless, soulless forces of modern bureaucracy must lose in the end. They're doomed because they have no ability to turn to the good, the beautiful, and the true. They only have the ability to crush the final ounce of efficiency out of a civilization that once pursued greatness. Those that emerge from the other side of this will be those that were able to turn their backs on the promise of slow, comfortable decay for something that was truly human. If you enjoyed this video, please go ahead and click like. If you haven't subscribed yet, now is a great time to do so. If you'd like to enjoy these videos in a podcast format, make sure you go ahead and subscribe to the Oren McIntyre podcast on all your major podcast platforms. And when you do, make sure to go ahead and leave a rating and a like. That really helps out with everything, guys. If you would like to go ahead and follow me on Twitter or Gab, or if you want to watch my stuff on Blaze TV, Rumble, Odyssey, the links for all that stuff are down in the description. There's also a link for my Substack if you'd like to follow me there. Thanks for watching, guys. And as always, I'll talk to you next time.